0: Hi everyone and welcome to Play on K the Korean Drama Podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing lovely, horribly episodes nine through sixteen.
1: I've been waiting all week oh my god, my dog is gonna cry this whole episode. Y'all buckle up. (laughs) I've been waiting all week, and by all week I mean the last 10 minutes after I finished uh, the 16th episode, to tell you how I feel about this K-drama.
0: Did you also just finish it? Because I also just finished it.
1: Yeah, like moments before I hopped on.
0: Yeah, it was real good though. I mean, I don't want to start at the end, but I also do because there's I'm in it for the romance. I always am, but there's no better ending than her chucking that necklace into the ocean. That is cool.
1: It was pretty romantic. I'm gonna say now, though, once again, Emily and I deeply disagree. Fucking sick of this romance. Sick of these two. Uh, Not sick of her so much as uh, I think Philip Bue is a weenie baby. I think he's a dumb wiener, and I hate him.
0: <laughs> I just don't see how this is gonna come through as a romance.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't care about their romance at all. I'm not rooting for it. I don't even, like, hate it. I just don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, it seems like they've built a really strong show around them not being romantically involved. Just them fated to be together in this other way.
1: Right. I think I would even like it if they ended up with different people, and what was special about this K-drama is that they were they had yeah, some other kind of fate that they were trying to figure out. I don't think romance makes it more complicated, honestly. I think that it will make it more stupid because I will have to believe that anyone could love Philip Yu. So
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's uh respectfully disagree. I get what you're saying. And I don't think I will be that disappointed if it wasn't a romance in the end, but it's clearly not building to be that, probably mostly because they're cutting out Yuna and P.D. Lee slowly, episode by episode. They are um, becoming less and less important, so obviously they're not gonna end up with those two, and these guys don't have a strong friend group around them of potential suitors, so they're gonna end up together. I'm cool with it. I'm here for the romance, but they're just not really working up to it. They're building an okay relationship, but it's not centered on romance, and it's, uh, fine. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I guess, like, there are certain aspects of this K-drama I like so much.
0: Oh my god, I really like this one.
1: Yeah, but overall, I just don't feel excited. I'm... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I'm so lukewarm on this. I feel really bad, I because I don't... I wish I I wish I hated it because <laughs> then I could come in with a righteous fury. I think it's awesome. I just since the like introduction episodes where she was like super heavily psychic and there were so many ghosts and now it's more a uh, it's more centered around their relationship now than it was before and I I don't really care about their relationship.
0: That's fair. I see that. So I guess yeah, I'm still I'm still into it because I watch it like late at night. I turn off all the lights. I make sure things are as spooky as possible, and I get excited because it feels like Halloween time, and I love it. I love being in the mood for a spooky show. I
1: will say it like there are points of intrigue that are supernatural related yeah. as well, like that woman in the window. What the fuck? What is
0: happening? Explain that. Is that his mom ghost? Why is she dancing?
1: Why is she dancing? She seems way too happy to be that little spooky lady that uh, scared the shit out of P.D. Yeah,
0: Uh, she was a spooky, angry ghost. But I guess, yeah, for these past whatever eight episodes it has been a lot of like the scooby-doo mask reveal of like who each spooky ghost is like who blew up the windows that was probably his friend who was the security guard and who's the lady in white that was yuna the whole time it was just a regular lady walking around and who's the ghost there's only one And it's the mom. And we can't even tell how much, um, like, either what her drive is or really what effect she's had much yet. So it's like, everything's coming to a close.
1: Yeah, they're wrapping up all the ghost stories, except that they introduced a new ghost story where a ghost does a murder.
0: Yeah, that was spooky.
1: I liked it. I liked that spook factor, especially because I think she deserved that. If you come back as a ghost, come back as the ghost that kills the person that killed you, because dope.
0: Dope. But also, can you also please kill one more, just do one more murder, uh, Ryder Kiyun-Yang, if, if we're taking requests Mistress murder. <laughs> i uh, murder?
1: Humbly uh, put in my request for Ryder Kiyun, because I think uh, we're done with that one.
0: She's the worst.
1: She's the worst. She's the pits. I think the hardest villain to tolerate is the villain that forces you to pity them as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, just the crying woman who. uh... Makes herself the victim of every scenario. Yep. At least she's good at manipulating. Like, she is the real villain, and I appreciate that. Because I can hate her, objectively. Yuna is the what villain? Like, I don't even know how to label her, because she's, like, so manipulative. But also, I cannot tell what's going on at any time.
1: I mean, we did find out she's out of her goddamn mind.
0: Maybe that's why.
1: yeah. Wow, remember when she almost ran over another human being in a fit of jealousy? That is a lot. That is fairly irredeemable, I'd say. But like you were saying as well, she's so nothing as well at the same time.
0: And it seems like she's working... She worked with Dong Chol and also and Young and also is, like, pulling the strings, but definitely is not.
1: It's like she's the villain that thinks she's pulling the string and she's just a dumb tool that's being used to cause havoc, and that's just frustrating. You don't want to watch that person stumble their way scene to scene, making a mess of everything.
0: No, but we have to. We have to. Ugh, she's... Awful, but yeah, Q Young is the real villain, and I appreciate her even though I hate her, even though I'm gonna try and cut my hair like hers because I love it.
1: Yeah, she's got a really cute haircut. Are we both gonna cut our hair off? Is that what we're doing? Because I'm we're definitely do- doing that, okay? Cool, yeah. Uh, y'all, I don't know if you guys follow Mina from Oh My Venus <laughs> on Instagram, so I- let's take a little side trip <laughs> to Instagram. Um, this month, the month of October, when we're recording this, yes, we're still a little bit behind. We're doing fine, though. We're catching up. Um, She has a really nice haircut, and I think that's, that's the one.
0: It's so cute.
1: It's so cute. Okay, that's all I wanted to say.
0: I don't know if I'm old enough for her haircut, though. She looks so sophisticated, and I worry that I'd look like... Uh, little boy. I definitely will,
1: but not even because I'm not old enough. Just because I've got the face of a 12-year-old boy, it's fine.
0: I've got the body of a 12-year-old boy, so like <laughs> he would just be like, "That's a boy. He's from Finland. He's very cute. He's got a little bob <laughs> with straight bangs. <laughs> what a what a cute boy you have.
1: You would be. The cutest, I guess, 12-year-old boy as well. You'd be the cutest person and the cutest 12-year-old boy.
0: See, just imagine us walking around together. Like, it's a good thing we live in ocean apart if we both do that sweet, sweet haircut that is very bold.
1: Yeah, very bold haircut that both of us would have. It
0: would be a lot. That said,
1: there's very few things in this world I love more than friend twinning.
0: <laughs>
1: I love it. I wear the same clothes as a lot of my friends. Aww. I love doing it. I try and do it on accident sometimes. Uh, one time Emily got me and her somewhat matching hats, like hats in the same spirit, like they're the yeah. same style, with like little embroidered things on them, and... I, every day that I wear that hat, which is a lot of days, I think about Emily, and I'm like, mm, sometime, sometime we're gonna wear these at the same time in twin, and it's gonna be the cutest.
0: It will be. I'll bring mine home for Christmas, and we'll just wear, uh, baseball hats in the dead of winter. Like, normal people.
1: Like, normal people. Everyone in Utah does that. That's where we'll be for Christmas. Where will you guys be? Let us know. So, (laughs) lovely,
0: horribly. (laughs) Uh, it's a good show. Get in the mood. Get in the spooky mood. Get your Halloween treats. Turn off all the lights and watch this show in the dark. It gets a little spookier. You get a little more interested in what's going on. You feel the burning hatred for all the villains. I think it's how you're supposed to watch it. Mm-hmm, There's a method.
1: By the end, you won't even rec- recognize yourself because you'll hate all of the villains so much.
0: The hatred will burn through you.
1: You know... It would probably be really hard to be Philip Yu's friend, but I like to imagine I wouldn't want to see him dead.
0: I, I think, yeah, I think something's broken in uh, Dong-chul. Yeah. But, like, they gave him a backstory that was pretty alright. Mm-hmm. That was, like, Philip literally took his opportunities.
1: That is rough. I hate Philip a lot. I will say that.
0: But it's I don't not, think at that point it wasn't Philip's fault.
1: No, not necessarily, but that said, it would be a lot if say, for example, you and I worked in the same say we were both in the podcasting industry.
0: Pretend for a moment.
1: Pretend for a moment that we were professional podcasters and then you had like a super super awesome opportunity kind of like a side project of like your own and it didn't really directly affect me and like I was super super happy for you and we were doing great with like our podcast and where it was going and then your little side opportunity like let's say it was singing (laughs) Let's say you were about to go be a famous singer, and that, like, was sort of related to being a podcaster, and that was really cool, and then you had throat surgery, and that sucked, uh, and then I was like, it's fine, I can sing it. (laughs) And
0: then... But what if, you know, it's that thing where, like, my manager comes to, hopefully me first, and is like, hey, we're gonna ask Raquel to do it, and I being a friend at that point and like yeah for sure like if I could give this opportunity to anyone else in the world I'd give it to Raquel and they ask you to do it
1: I mean that would be completely different I just assumed that Philip U was like oh by the way remember that thing you couldn't do I did it (laughs) and I got an award for it I got this which I is the put him other hard
0: thing, like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't put it past him. But that's the other thing, right, of, like, you just don't know what would have happened. Like, maybe Dong Chul would have acted, and it would have been, like, a lukewarm reception, and he's just an okay actor, and Philip would have gotten another chance and been this amazing actor. Like, he's famous because he's really good at what he does. That's fair. It's so hard. It's hard to reason with a crazy person. I think Dong Chul blames all of his bad luck on Philip, and that's a lot. I'm not a therapist. I don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah, I think, what if at the end of this K-drama there was no such thing as luck or fate or psychics? And maybe there was still such thing as ghosts, but even then, like, they didn't have that much impact. And we just find out that everyone is, like, fucking out of their minds with superstition in this show, and...
0: Does it seem like that's what they're building up for? Like, these past eight episodes? They're kind of like, uh, there's no... The woman in white is, like, a real person, just so you know... And uh, ghosts can't play music. Homegirl just gets songs stuck in her head sometimes, like everybody does.
1: And when you rewrote that script that rewrote writer uh, Key back to life, you, that didn't happen. She was literally never dead. She never actually died.
0: She, you, just, you just wrote a script, and they were coincidental.
1: You didn't change a current. You didn't.
0: So the only one that can see ghosts is P.D. Lee, and he's the only one that almost never reacts to ghosts. Cause he's like, I don't think you guys have an effect on reality, so uh, I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm a medium. Uh, and that's how the show ends, is everyone uh, yeah, just being really superstitious and changing their own lives according to what they think ghosts are doing. And P.D. Lee being on the side like, that's not how this works! <laughs> I'm not literally the only person that has...
1: Any kind of connection with any of this. And I can tell you right now I'm an expert compared to all of you all. And you are not getting this right.
0: The ghosts can't do that. I just want them to explain the window thing. That's all I want out of this show. They've got 16 more episodes to explain to me how all the glass in his house shattered. And it was not a ghost. Yeah. That's a ghost thing, Raquel.
1: That is a ghost thing. I'm pretty sure that's a ghost thing. I don't think you can shatter all the glass in a house without blowing the house up.
0: And he said it was bulletproof class. How? How does any of this work?
1: Ghosts.
0: Ghosts. That's what I'm saying. There has to be one scene that the ghosts did that, and it was that scene, and everything else can be explained, and I would be happy, but that one.
1: Um, y'all, my dog is making me fucking crazy. I'm gonna go take him out to pee. Okay. (laughs) I don't think he has to, but maybe he'll stop. Asking if I just do it. I'm so sorry.
0: We'll be here.
1: Okay, I'm back.
0: <laughs> um, so I was reading through my notes, and I totally get what you mean about this show being a lot less just generally spooky. Because there are a lot of storylines in the works that are very specific to these uh, this story and these characters. And it's just, um, there's a lot going on. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot there was a scene where Olsoon's real mom is in a diner watching the news about <gasps> Philip being shot.
1: I forgot about that too. Because I'm really glad you come come took back. notes. What what was that? At what point did she step aside from being real mom?
0: Because we saw the scene where Philip recounts how his mom left. We still don't know why. And she just goes and finds another kid to be a mom to.
1: And that kid forgets who their mom is.
0: But what is this mom doing in Korea? Definitely alive. Maybe rich? She's wearing leopard print. I don't know.
1: She's wearing leopard print, so...
0: Probably rich.
1: Or running a diner in leopard print.
0: We don't know what's happening.
1: There's a lot of episodes left for them to wrap this up. I know there is. But sometimes halfway through a K-drama, I start to wonder how they're going to do it all. Like, yeah. are you going to cramp it all into the pa- last four episodes? Or, like, are we going to slowly confront all of these weird plot lines you're introducing that I know? Like, I get it's a K-drama. I do. Mm-hmm. Guys, listen. We've watched a lot of K-dramas. We know that they're full of little twists and turns, but sometimes, every once in a while, I feel saddled with a lot of stuff that I'm trying to unpack. But at the
0: same time, it's like, just moms at this point. (laughs) It's just moms and luck. And the luck thing seems like it's going to be resolved, like you said, where they're just going to end up being like, yeah, we're just superstitious the whole time. Uh, This whole thing about the apple trees is not you guys.
1: It's Nothing. I mean, they did throw the necklace into the ocean, so I'm pretty sure that Miss O has decided to give up on the whole superstition thing. I'm pretty sure she's over it. She's done with it.
0: We're still stuck with the mom thing.
1: You know, if superstition, if it's real and it's not just superstition, and that necklace was keeping them safe, pretty fucking reckless thing to do.
0: (laughs) I guess that's why it's more romantic than a kiss. It's like, uh, we'll die together. That's what I always say to my husband.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll kill us both, I don't care.
0: I'll kill us both, I don't care. That's romance. (laughs) Peak (laughs) romance. (laughs) I guess that's where they're at.
1: You know, getting back to how much I don't like their relationship, (laughs) there was a whole episode that was him verbally abusing her based on him deciding that she was part of lighting a building on fire to kill him. And they never really unpacked all of the things he said to her or all of his feelings about that. They never really took care of that. Very important point of communication where he says the words, I'm pretty sure you tried to kill me, and she says, no, I'm pretty sure I pulled you from that burning building, because that's what I suspect happened.
0: Yeah, that one's another storyline that is not even close to being resolved.
1: But I guess they're in love now, so...
0: (laughs) See, I forget very easily. I forget everything. So then I forgive, and I'm in it for the romance. (laughs) That's not how love's supposed to work. You're supposed to be able to communicate and talk it through. And yeah, Philip's been a real rotten apple throughout this show. So I'm not supposed to forgive and forget, but
1: I did. I won't forgive and forget for you. I Okay. okay. There's one last thing that I need to get off my chest about Philip, and then I promise I'll try to just be an adult who focuses on other parts of the K-drama and not just the one part I can't stomach. Uh, he's a victim blamer, and I hate him.
0: Let's get some, uh, let's get some evidence. What? Just okay. Specifically.
1: So, I want to assert that I am not a Yuna fan. I think she's out of her mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In a way that isn't even, like, mmm, seek help. It's like, mmm, you almost ran a person over. Turn yourself in. Not a fan. But she also... She is just trying to, like, make her way in life, and she made some choices that Philip U was present for in their past, where she was faced with the decision of maybe, I don't know, being taken advantage of, because that sucked. Anyway, good luck editing out all of the pauses in my speech here. <laughs> uh. So that's a huge bummer. That's sad. It's sad because it's... One of those things that I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, believe is rooted in fact about how a lot of industries work, especially industries that are built off of historically sexualizing women. And so she's trying to break into the film and acting and modeling industry. It's all about sexualizing women. She's just doing what she was told she has to to make it, which already, huge bummer. Big fat, big, the big sad oh man, I'm so sorry you nod, that you were told that the only way you could make it was to allow people to take sexual advantage of you. Bummer. So anyway, uh, it was really nice of Philip to help her out of that situation. It really sucked that immediately following that situation, he turned to her and said, so did you go in there with intentions? So Are you just like a hoe? Is that what you are? You're just like a hoe?
0: Or are you an idiot?
1: Are you stupid or a hoe? You, You can pick one of them. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure she's a victim and you're a dick.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's fair.
1: I hate Philip. You.
0: I know, and you have every right to. He's a bad person. Ah, uh, it's such a classic, like Beauty and the Beast storyline that I'm, I'm already in. I'm in too deep. <laughs> I'm like, of course he's a beast. Like that's his trope. He's supposed to be awful to everyone except this one person who he is kind to. That's the story. <sighs> but it's not a good story
1: objectively.
0: Mm -mm. It's just one that I, as a simpleton, fall for every time. And I'm like, this is acceptable. Only in K-dramas, y'all. Like, I'm a real person. In the outside world, you're not to behave like that. Mm -mm. In the drama world, I always fall for it. And I hate myself for it. Don't worry. <laughs> but like it's just a very classic trope of like the the main actor or the main character is mean to everybody except for one person.
1: And that's just how they are.
0: And that's just how they are, and we're supposed to accept it. Thanks for being a real person and calling this out, Raquel.
1: Thanks for keeping it's- me grounded in the fact that it's a K drama and I need to let it
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna yin and yang here. And uh, keep our perspectives, keep our wits about us. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's just, I have a healthy relationship in the real world, so I sometimes ignore some of the more unsavory aspects of characters in dramas for the sake of the romance.
1: (laughs) It's for the romance.
0: It's for the romance, and this is getting real dark. He's a real, real brat. Yeah,
1: it's fine. I like the ghosts. What else, what, like, other um, things have I forgotten about this gay drama?
0: Remember when P.D. Lee was like, this is your choice whether you work on the drama, but also I don't think you should, and Writer O was like, well, I'm going to, whether it hurts me or not, this is, like, my passion, this is my work, and this is my one chance, and he was like, okay, the decision's not yours anymore, it is mine. But he also doesn't tell it in person that she's fired. So she shows up at work the next day. Oh my god. P.D. Lee, you are being a villain right now. You
1: were were the chosen one, P.D. Lee. And you're throwing it away. Throwing it right in the chosen one garbage. Doesn't want your chosen one BS.
0: I needed it, though. I needed that, like... That cut off. I needed him to be a villain for one moment so I could fall out of love with him, cause I was deep. Yeah. He's a good boy.
1: He is. A, he's still a great boy. He's just kind of an asshat. Mhm.
0: But yeah, like, so I fell out of love with him. I'm not on the ship anymore. They cannot be together. Do you feel like
1: P D Lee is aging backwards? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gonna be the twist at the end of this show. When he first came on the screen, I I was like, that's an adult man. And now I'm like, um, maybe a 17-year-old boy?
0: Maybe. That's fair, I get that.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's gonna be how the K-drama ends. He becomes a baby.
0: He's Benjamin Buttoning. (laughs) Good for you, P.D. Lee. Give us a secret. Is it sleep? I bet it's sleep.
1: I bet it's sleep. I never sleep, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Just getting asleep a lot. Way more than is necessary for an adult woman. I don't
0: know. Eight or nine hours seems about right to me. Seems fair.
1: Eight or nine hours if I can get it, and then ten on the weekends.
0: Yeah, see, that's what I thought normal people did. We could.
1: I'm pretty sure we're very different from the rest <laughs> of the world.
0: Yeah. keep talking to Jason about having kids. And he's like, ha ah, ha not yet. I'm enjoying my sleep, thank you. <laughs> I forget. I forget that's the one biggest sacrifice that you make as a parent. The oh, sleep. Eddie. Enjoy my sleep. Uh, but I don't look half as beautiful as Petey Lee. Look at that boy.
1: Look he's at that young boy. Grade.
0: I don't know what's happening with him. He's all over the place in these episodes.
1: Yeah, sometimes he's a good guy trying to bring medicine. Other times he's a jealous jerk. Then I
0: mean he seems very real. He seems yeah. like a real person that's with just real like, flaws. Yeah. That when he like he's very consistently like pretty mad at Philip, but also very reasonable when he talks to him. Uh he's trying to protect writer O and trying to maintain I don't know, is he trying to maintain his job? He seemed to want to be fired for like a minute there. He was just firing everybody. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe it's really fun to fire people.
0: I like to think that he's the only one that's not an actor, and they just told him to (laughs) write his part as he goes.
1: What if they were like, Hello, sir, you're a producer. This is the real world. (laughs) Go. What if he can really see ghosts? What if that's who he
0: is? (laughs) What if he's been a ghost the whole time? And in the end, he
1: was a young boy ghost. What if he ages backwards until he is a ghost? What if he was a ghost before and then he became a person? What and he's, if he's aging that backwards? old
0: blind man?
1: What if he's that old blind man? Benjamin Buttoning.
0: We did it. We did
1: it. We cracked the case.
0: I can't wait to see Baby Lee in <laughs> the episodes.
1: He episodes. He's probably a really cute Baby.
0: He's one of those little fat babies that spouts wisdom and, oh, his little chubby arms. (laughs) I just can't wait. What a good finale we've written.
1: I'm really glad that we were the writers that they chose for this show.
0: Do you think... Baby Lee will hold on to people's hands the same way that Yuna holds on to Philip's hand, where she will only hold his pinky finger instead of his whole hand.
1: Like a dumb baby?
0: Like a stupid, dumb baby? <laughs> do not, do not hold people's hands like that. I. That's
1: so gross. She's five seconds away from using baby talk on him. It's disgusting. For all I know, there's a, like... Some equivalent to the god-awful sound of English baby talk in Korean. It's probably not nearly as bad, but close to... I said very opposite things, just so it doesn't matter. But maybe that she said whatever she said to him in that moment in that voice, too. And for all we know, she's a baby-talking piece of garbage who holds pinky fingers instead of hands. Gross. Do you think it's more acceptable to crush on your friend's boyfriend if you only hold his pinky and not his whole hand?
0: No. (laughs) Same. Nothing she does is acceptable. But also there's so much... Oh, okay, so what's happening with Ramen? There was this, like, rumor at the very tail end of, like, episode 16 that Ryder Key claimed... That Dongchul was uh, dating Ramen, but she was also clearly obsessed with Philip. And you, what? Can we not throw in another storyline?
1: We don't need that in our lives. I also have become convinced throughout the course of this drama that Ramen did not try and kill Philip. Ooh. I think that she was not a bad guy. I think she was a good person that got caught in the crosshairs of. Crazy Yuna and what's-her-face Writer Key Unyoung. Young. Is that her name?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we never see who smashed the bottle over Philip's head. Yep. And I guess there's, like, there's parts where he's tied to the chair and Ramen is talking to him, but they seem dream-like more than memory-like the only part that seems really real is her lying on the floor
1: yeah like i think he was not completely in it or maybe she was out of it maybe because she also was like lying on the floor and like maybe she didn't know what what she was saying
0: or maybe she was also smashed over the head and it was just supposed to like someone planned to kill them together i don't know i'm not good at guessing guys because i don't have any memory I have no retention for these shows. So I'm. You could be like, uh, no, Ramen was definitely there. You can see in episode six, 52 minutes in. Oh, there's only 30 minutes in these episodes. See how dumb I am? This is so <laughs> hard for me. To be fair, though,
1: I do feel like it's really weird and hard to have these 30 minute episodes. I keep on getting halfway through them and being confused about why I'm halfway through them already and getting a little bit scared about how much time I've just spent. And then realizing it was only 15 minutes.
0: I'm kind of the opposite. I've really liked having only 30 minutes episodes, because then they're over, and I'm like, I guess at the beginning, I'm like, when it's over, I'll go do something else, take like a little 20-minute break to clean the kitchen or something, then I'll come back to this. That'll be nice. And then 30 minutes in, there's a cliffhanger, and it just like immediately starts the next episode. And I'm like, oh, never mind. What's the point? You just have another loading screen? Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan. Because it's clearly just cut. They weren't filmed as 30-minute episodes. I don't know what happens that they need to have them posted as 30 minutes.
1: Maybe they were on a different broadcasting network than they were supposed to be.
0: uh, I don't know. But there's no theme song to this show, and I hate that.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that. I love the theme songs. This one has an interesting soundtrack, because sometimes it's like a pretty popular American pop song. I can't remember what song it was, but do you remember the part where Uh, it was just like... There was
0: a Michael Jackson song at one point.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think
0: it was that one. One
1: time I sang that to your sister in... uh Yeah oh no 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 just kidding I sang a different song um when she was putting all of her stuff down on a conveyor belt I said take a load off Annie she didn't think it was funny I am not sure I thought it was funny either
0: (laughs) proud of you for admitting that story for sharing that here today
1: (laughs) if you decide to edit it out I would understand
0: Never. I will never. They also have seemingly a lot of, like, popular Korean music for the ghosts to sing. Other than that, I don't really notice the soundtrack.
1: No, there isn't much of one. I think there's been, like, some music, but it's hard because it's never a full music montage like in every other K-drama. This one has really subverted my expectation. There is not much similar. There's not fashion in this one, I can tell you that.
0: There is not. I'm dying. (laughs) Phillip's doing all right. I mean, Phillip's above average. He's doing great, but he's basic. Mm
1: -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. got
0: the classics. He's not trying anything new or crazy, and that's fine, but we're not going to give him credit.
1: Yeah, or even if he was doing the classics, like, really well, I guess, but for me, it's like, I'm never wowed by anything anyone is wearing. Maybe occasionally, I think, oh, that's kind of pretty when we see not or something. But even then, I'm never floored by it. It's
0: like, yeah, Yuna, Philip, and PD Lee have met the standards for what K dramas these days are expected to look like, fashion-wise. Mm-hmm. And I and I like that Homegirl Olsen is like way below average. Oh She's yeah, I love slowly it. Slowly progressing. She wore jeans one episode, and I gasped. <laughs> what? <gasps> Those fit so well. She's in pain. It's like a person. Um, I'm pretty sure
1: that whoever did her wardrobe just got back from a vacation in Iceland.
0: Oh and they God. were like,
1: oh, while I'm here, I'm going to grab some baggy ass gift shop sweaters.
0: So many. <laughs> The my next supply. job.
1: My next job involves this. So listen.
0: So listen, what if she really likes Iceland?
1: Kids, go pick out your least favorite Iceland sweater in the largest size you can find.
0: Why? Why does she have so many? And yes, two is so many because she doesn't need one.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't care that she doesn't dress nice. I was just continually struck by how often her clothing said Iceland on it. Yeah. I, couldn't, I would be really in the drama and then immediately ejected forcibly from the drama because I, I would be like, what the fuck is this <laughs> magical Iceland sweatshirt?
0: I, yeah, I'm not a fan of many shirts that say things in K-dramas. I think they're often a little too distracting. But this one was extra distracting. (laughs) They did it. They did it. Odd. And that's her, like, middle of the road. Like, she's getting better. She's moving up to the Iceland shirts. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Choices were made.
0: Choices were made.
1: I think... The thing that makes me a little bit anxious about the way she dresses is that I worry that that is how I
0: dress. It's not. I knew you were going to say that, and it's not.
1: I do wear a lot of, like, baggy flannel button-up shirts, though. Just, I don't know, something about being in the Pacific Northwest (laughs) changed me. A lot of baggy flannel button-up shirts and, like, baggy sweats. On my days off, when I go to work, I try and dress it up a tiny bit, I wear jeans,
0: yeah, I feel like you the <laughs> <dress>, baseball cap <laughs> in my mind, at least, from my memory, I feel like you dress more how she does it in the very last episode, where it's like sneakers, jeans, a shirt, and then like a like an overshirt, yeah, it's like
1: that's pretty typical for me. It's not great. She's still, like, she's still dressing up, but it's like, normal people don't dress that poorly still.
0: It's, <laughs> it's okay.
1: Pretty rough.
0: I don't think so. I think I think you're doing all right.
1: Thank you. I would I let do, you know. I feel super called out by this K-drama and the way she dresses. I <laughs> get really worried. Because I also, like, first episode, she was like, I haven't washed my hair in, like, a week. And I was like, fuck. Me neither. <laughs> and you are haggard.
0: Oh no! See, and then have, I was like, like "That's t- it.
1: That's the last time I'll get called out." And then they were like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, look at how she dresses." It was oh, like, no. "Oh no!"
0: No. Oh, Raquel,
1: it's fine. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be a professional.
0: I think you're doing well.
1: Thank you. I think
0: you have a good sense of style.
1: I just don't exercise it.
0: No, you do. Just like you don't. I don't know. You don't invest in, uh, you know, $10,000 dresses like Yuna. True. Nobody got the budget for that. Nobody
1: got the budget for that. Hey, Yuna, can I borrow some cash?
0: lady. She's burning cash. There's, like, a lot of stuff in this show that she's paying for that I'm like, do you work? I guess she works on the drama, but she pays for, like, two different background checks. She's got a private detective following people. Uh I assume she paid for that explosion at Homeboy's house where all the glass blew up. <gasps> Can I just have money, please?
1: Yeah, I want to blow up people's houses.
0: I just want some nicer clothes, okay? Me and Raquel are in the jeans and t-shirts camp. And we're happy here. We're doing okay. We're not wearing Iceland gear. But, like, we want to step it up.
1: I want to step it up.
0: I s- have the dough.
1: I want to step it up so bad. And while we're at it, can I have a personal chef come to my house and just cook me meals that aren't quesadillas so that maybe my body will stop begging me for vegetables just once?
0: Okay. That would be good. When I move back and once a week we have our drama day i'll cook for you it'll be the one day a week i cook best friends forever
1: best friends forever so i feel like we've covered a lot of the important parts of this gay drama
0: i feel like yeah we're uh we've finished this drama i think we should just cover the next uh 16 episodes in our next episode
1: yeah and then just be done
0: the next eight are not gonna be anything
1: when you're right you're right I do know that. I feel like these last eight were just uh confusing mom plots.
0: Yeah. Uh. So I guess what we would miss is P. D. Lee as like an elementary school kid, which will be cute. <laughs> Maybe
1: I'll just ten seconds skip. I just want to see P. D. Lee as an elementary school kid.
0: Cause it'll be so cute. But like obviously baby Lee is. Maximum cuteness, and if that's the last eight episodes, I wouldn't mind skipping.
1: Yeah, uh, I actually, mm, I wouldn't mind skipping either. Oh, I feel bad. I always feel bad when it sounds like I'm dragging a K-drama. Like, it kind of bums me out.
0: We've said all that we can say about this drama. We're somewhat stoked to watch the next episodes. We are stoked. We're gonna get, we're gonna watch it at midnight every night. Cut into those eight hours of sleep. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get spoopy, we're going to watch these next eight episodes, and we're going to join you guys next week. Uh, as always, you can find all of our episodes on playonk.com. There you can sign up for a newsletter to find out when we start a new drama, and you can leave comments on every episode individually.
1: And we have our uh, iTunes. It is Play on K you can go there to rate, review, and subscribe. And we appreciate literally all of those things, especially the five-star reviews. And if you uh, give us a review and you leave your name, we'll totally give you a shout-out on our show.
0: We need you, and we love you, and we appreciate those five-star reviews. Also, we have a Twitter. We are at PlayOnK, and then there you can send us a short hey that says you're listening and what you think about this drama and anything at all.
1: Yeah. What else? Oh, we've got our email. You can email us about the these episodes. You can email us what you thought about the K-drama. We love to hear from you either way. We really like... To talk about K-dramas, we will definitely respond to you if you give us an email, because we like the discussion part of it. And uh, we might even talk about what you have to say in the podcast. So email us there. It's playonkpodcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, as always, to James Havel for a wonderful thing song.
1: Yes, thanks so much, James. We love it and we love you.
0: Uh, we'll see you next week for the next eight episodes. K-bye. K-bye. I should have said "of lovely horribly. They'll figure it out. Pop.